EC3 is nothing but dirty sheets that are in desperate need of change. Rockstar Spud is nothing but a dirty, bloody bugger. Reminds me of little ants that eat my dog's food and I have to kill. Welcome to Cheap Popcast episode number 34. I am your host, DR3. Oh. Dave Rudden. All right. Uh, I am Mike Grimjiri. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, Henry Sonata. Uh, Cristobal. Chris Antista. <laughs> Cristobal Storm. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, in case these nicknames didn't make you aware, uh, we took another foray into the world of TNA. Uh, and, well. I only wanted because you made it sound like it's in all probability the last TNA the series finale. No, the, series the odds finale. the odds aren't that bad. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's let Dave. Explain. Well, yeah. So we watched uh, TNA Bound for Glory 2014, mm-hmm. which is that's the WrestleMania. I guess it is. It is that's so it's, sad. It, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it had its special flavor to it. It was all. It was. It took place in Japan. For better and worse, in a high school gymnasium. Yeah, uh, it is a famous hall. They've they've talked about it several <laughs> times. Are there like the famous Karuda Hall? Korakan. Korakan. Yes. There were some photos. I, I like wrestling. Period. <laughs> I, I looked at some. I looked at some pictures online of it that looked really bad, and then others are like, no, nah, it's like a few thousand people there. Like yeah, a normal look- amount for TNA. It looked really bad. Yeah, there were there were not. You could. It seemed like you could set up bounce castles in the back couple mm-hmm. rows. Well, it was a deal they TNA made with Wrestle One. Like it was the end of their partnership with them. Basically, like they had made a partnership with Wrestle One at the beginning of the year to share talent, including Muda, because uh, Muda. Owns oh, is Wrestle that what's One. happening? Like yeah. they, they were. All these they had people? been sharing ta- talent mm-hmm. all year, and so the the finale of it was Wrestle One was going to host Bound for Glory in Japan. What it turned into was just really like Wrestle One ran an event that we got to be called Bound mm-hmm. for Glory, and some TNA wrestlers were there. It was I don't know. It was sad. I thought it was sad. I thought the whole affair was sad to look at. Yeah, Grim, I mean, you... I, I feel like if we had just watched the regular TNA pay per view proper, it probably wouldn't have been a bit sadder. Mm-hmm. But the fact that there were some Japanese talent, even though they were, what you said, like this is the third most popular wrestling organization in Japan. Yeah, I put even. it New Japan is definitely number 1 yeah. and I put it between I think it is All Japan is number 2 though not a close number 2 and then Wrestle 1 is kind of a spin-off from New Japan that oh, the TNA started. of of Japan. <laughs> kind of well All Japan is All Japan is the WCW, New Japan is the WWE and so yeah, Wrestle 1 is the TNA. Yeah. And then there's Noah which is Pretty much the ROH. The Russell Crowe movie? Well, it was called Noah because it was the guys quit. The best guys at All Japan quit All Japan, and they were like, we will create an arc for Japanese pro wrestling, and we will call it Noah. And this will uh, save it. They asked him if they wanted to keep working there, and they were like, uh, no. Uh. Noah. But then within a few years of Noah's founding. They went on to make F-Zero. There were and, two, uh, <laughs> two of the top guys. The two top guys who run it were Kobashi and Misawa, who were like 
best ever in ring workers. Misawa died in the ring. Would you say he was a misogynist? <laughs> and and Kobashi just got injured not too long after and was like, you can't wrestle ever again. And then Kenta was supposed to be their big guy, and then he also just left. Uh, Would you yeah. say he went to sleep? Yes. Whatever drum drinking, I want some. <laughs> I want some. But uh, you brought it up even like before so Mike Tanay brought it up in one of his like fact dumps throughout oh, the yeah. evening. That like many fact dumps tonight. Like the guy who brought wrestling to Japan, like he, two of his students made the two biggest organizations in Japan, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. Muda, you know, formed what Wrestle War. Uh, that's kind of impressive. That like yeah. actual wrestlers. Can yeah. like mm-hmm. can put together promotions, whereas in the USA, it's, well, Vince McMahon has the only thing that really matters, and like, Jeff Jarrett's trying to make something. But who most knows? promoters yeah. were just old white guys. Yeah, like in America, it's just like good old boys. Yeah. Like that's everybody. Like Vince, and Vince is just another. He's the best old boy. Mm-hmm. Like he won. But yeah, in in Japan, it's uh, it's more regular for the them to go into business for themselves. And Giant Baba was a much better promoter than he was a wrestler. Like he's one of the worst wrestlers ever to be filmed. Whoever was successful, <laughs> yeah. but uh, from all stories I've read, from like Stan Hansen's biography and multiple other ones, like he was a, he was a great promoter. Like. But he showed yeah. up and clubbed everyone until they signed <laughs> the contract. But yeah, so that event was just like. Uh, well, it was of no consequence. The commentators yeah. were clearly not there. Nope. That was insane. Delay. They weren't going to yeah. fly them out. Like, TNA, so the it's, deal... The fact that your overhead is, no, we can't do $2,000. We can't yeah. afford announcers. The yeah. deal, as I read it, was was to save TNA money, which was like, WrestleOne was like, we will host this. We will pay for the, the event space. We'll pay for the cameras and all that stuff. We'll pay for our talent. Mm-hmm. You will just pay for your talent, and then... Oh, that explains why they they did they broadcast it on Japanese time. Yeah. Instead yeah. of American time. Well, of course. Like, they it it was in Japan. What are they oh, going to yeah, do it at, like, right. 8 in the morning? Well, if there? it's a live of pay-per-view, like, it shouldn't Well, that's be. if it was of any consequence, yeah. but it wasn't. But this is also why, like, WWE does not do foreign pay-per-views either. Mm-hmm. Or, like, Raw, they do do on tape delay, but if it's a pay-per-view... <laughs> but if it's a pay-per-view, it's got to be live. <laughs> So, but anyway, yeah, it was just, it was just like a lot of things in TNA, a cost saving measure that hurt quality. And it also sucks for them that the entirety of their shows till the end of December are already taped. Yeah. They were taped weeks ahead of this show, which was just pre-taped by like six hours. So that's, That's, uh, yeah, yeah. that's why there were no world title matches. Which is where like. Couldn't they have, like, I don't know, went to, like, Knoxville, Tennessee, to, like, tomorrow, then tape the rest of the year stuff so they could actually have some, like, level of intrigue with this pay-per-view? They literally, it really seems like they yeah. literally like ran even, out of money. Even with, um... Well, with, you, you mentioned in the last TNA pay-per-view we watched was fucking excellent. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was over a year ago yeah. when they had a lot bigger roster than mm-hmm. they have now. It's crazy to think who is not there that I saw. Most of them. Kurt Angle, is he still around? Eh, barely. Yeah, I think he's, he's now, like, the authority figure. Because he can't wrestle, he's injured. And by the time he will not be injured in January, his contract is up, and he'll likely go to WWE. Wow. And Stang isn't there. Nope. Gone. Uh, He left in March. AJ Styles left in January. Uh, Jeff Jarrett quit, too. Psycho Mantis. Was it? No, that's... Never mind. (laughs) Bully Ray had quit. Like, he did a special appearance at this, like, just to be at their Hall of Fame, which, that looked sad. Yeah. But we're going out of order. We should start from the top, right? Yeah, I mean, a couple of these are imminently... We could just... 
breeze right through him. <laughs> yes. But like yeah. the, the, we were barely the, watching yeah, the opening this. match was Manic versus Minoru Tanaka. Well, yeah. That if, if I may mention that because I found it really irritating. I was completely ready to pay TNA mm. for this pay per view. Oh, we want to admit and, to this. And then, <laughs> yes, and then I found out that, that it was cable only, mm. and like. Yeah, no, I can't watch this. So I had, no we TNA had to network. watch an illegal stream, and so my enjoyment was diminished because we're watching a like 280p stream mm-hmm. uh, in a fucking foreign language in the wrong aspect ratio. Mm-hmm. Well, it was first in the wrong first, language. Then we first, got it was in the wrong language. We're watching fucking Portuguese because I can't watch it. But that is literally how dinosaur the people die in the business because you signed an exclusive deal with another dying business. Mm-hmm. They, they also don't have like the like. To be able to like air things on cable, I think is sure. one thing. But then being able to like stream it online, I feel like that's a, another beast you have to I tackle. Have, the way that it seemed marketed when I went to their website was exclusively on cable. Like, well, it pit when WWE made it not exclusive mm-hmm. to cable. That pissed off mm-hmm. every pay per view provider. They can afford to piss but off. We watched the last provider. TNA not on cable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we paid for it. We paid them for it. Apparently, iPay-per-views are harder to do now, too. I think Ustream yes. was doing them, but stopped. No, it was not through Ustream. I know that for a fact. No, I mean, we, yeah. But they were doing it for, like, New Japan. Just wanted to say that, like, they literally lost $40. I was w- willing to fork out to them mm-hmm. by signing with Dinosaurs. And then instead, <laughs> we just had to navigate a lot of, like, uh, porn sites and pop-ups <laughs> yep. to finally who knows watch what, it. Who knows what the production computer has on it now? Yeah, the... the eh, Mannequin Minoru. Yeah. Eh, all right. Manic was the reason that we watched the last paper. Manic, <laughs> Brett, Brett suggested we should watch Slammiversary last year because he's like, "There's this guy called Suicide who's coming back." Oh, they had to change they, his name. They, I forgot. Which yeah. is like, what? He had that name for years. Did, mm-hmm. did Suicide suddenly become a bigger thing in the last year? I don't because it happened. Oh. But it was before that. <laughs> no, this was before that, yeah. and his. Yeah, and his name, like, wrestlers, a lot of wrestlers that committed suicide before he was called, before he, yeah. When was the last time a wrestler committed suicide? I mean, other than, like, the whole Uh, entire business. Well, Sean O'Hare just did it. Yeah. Oh, who's that? He was a mostly WCW guy. I think he did a little bit in WWE. Yeah, he had a cool gimmick briefly as, like, the devil's advocate, like, literally playing, (laughs) no, literally playing the Al Pacino character. Great ass! (laughs) That's a line from Heat. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Touch, but don't take. Uh, How you doing, Keanu? <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the next match. Which, which Who was won like, that? Uh, it was oh, it was Minoru. Tanaka. It doesn't yeah. matter. We all lost. Yeah. It was an okay match. Yeah, it, was actually, it, was, it, was, it was a nice little jumpy starter. Yeah. I wasn't mad at it. Uh, the next match was Ethan Carter versus... Hama, Ham Slam, Ethan Carter, video game reference. So Ethan, EC3. So EC3 is really good. I like EC3 and the the King of Boca Raton. Like (laughs) I like that. (laughs) His promo was really good. Yeah, it was good. Especially shitting on Japan and like doing the best. Like me, good. Yes, me, EC3, one one dumb racist Mm. troll. Yeah, that was funny. But as as I saw pointed out online, it's like. Oh, the EC3 has to win, so he stays undefeated? Fine. Face this fat joke. That guy was really disgusting looking. (laughs) Hammer? Ham! Ham! I know, he was like... He was, yeah, kind of sickeningly obese. I like, know. Was yeah. it the side tits? Did the side the tits? The side tits. Him? The fact that he, like, his his was, face is just so fat that, like, yeah. he, his eyes are closed the mm. whole time. Well, like, like, his back was misshapen. Mm-hmm. And, like, his, Asian Bobby Hill. Well, like, his ass was in a weird shape because it was just, like, it's, it just ran out of yeah. room for fat. Like, it just had to... 
They made no, you were pointing out they were trying to slam his face into the mat when he's face down, but it is physically impossible because yeah. his body puts too much space between the yes, mat and his yeah. face. His gut you is just so big, it. yeah, you can't slam his face. It really makes you mat. long for Rikishi's sculpted physique. <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah, it, to even, be honest, yeah. yeah. Even Yokozuna in his last days bearded, was not bearded that Yokozuna. fast. Yeah. Like, well, bearded English-speaking oh. Yokozuna. <laughs> well, okay, he actually was that big after WWF when mm. he, like, Legends of Wrestling, if you've yeah. seen that, like, he Wanna was play 21? I play joint too. <laughs> like WWE sent him to the Mayo Clinic because like you're too mm. fat. Like you gotta stop eating. And then he was like, he "There's like, no nope. mayonnaise here. What's the yeah. deal?" Put me on a spam IV. So yeah, that was that was sad enough. Seeing like when before the EC3 match, I was like, "I want to see an EC3 match. He's supposed to be the best guy they got yeah. right now, or their rising star." Who's he? Get? Oh my God! Oh, man. Man, what a waste! You like, described him as a tub of goo, Henry, which I well, think is fair. Especially when Wrestle One, like Japanese wrestling, is famous in America for high work rate and great wrestlers. So yeah. I was like, the guy he will face, they can have an awesome match, and instead he just faces like a joke that he has to like bounce off of for like five minutes, <laughs> which is actually what he did because yep. he just got rolled that entire match, and then he yeah. just okay, secret finisher, we're done. Mm. <sighs> yeah. And also, when he got pinned by him a few times, I was just like, well, he can't kick. Like, he didn't kick out. Like, yeah. no, your, your shoulders are still down. Like, this fat guy is too big. That, that was actually hilarious. He kicked out, but literally could not actually kick out. His and it's on screen. His shoulders on. are on the ground. But he's given the signal that he's ready to kick out. Mm-hmm. I did like his selling of the ass to the face. The first time he got the ass to the face. Yeah. The high impact ass the high, to the face. High the impact ass, the ass to the face. The erotic ass to the face. Yeah, do they not, have to, yeah. yeah, they had to do... They had to do twice, like mm. a, the full stink face. Like the, one of them's enough, mm. but he's the joke guy. Ham slam, <laughs> just sad. I just I liked seeing wrestling moves that I can do. <laughs> and the rock star Spud wasn't even there. Like, yeah, well, because, they're apparently broken up in yeah in on TV, TV, and they already have their storyline set out that's oh, been God. filmed. Oh, rock and star Spud yeah. is cool, cool, but that would have been another plane ticket to buy. And, yeah. Uh, and the, as well as whoever he's debuting on TNA Impact next week. Oh, yeah, yeah. that was great, too, seeing, like, a few vignettes. Like, so on TNA on Wednesday, like, really? We paid for this pay-per-view. Like, why are you talking about free TV? Yeah. Like, Somebody's was, debuting on TNA Impact, like, three months before the company yeah. folds? That's going to suck. That's real well, awesome. Well, uh, TNA has said that they, they are in per, they're in great shape. They're going to get a new... They're going to get a new, They're going to get a new TV deal soon. And uh, they're all fine. Everything's great. So, cool. Don't you worry. All right, all right. Lifetime is going to step in. Oh, and, uh, Jesus. <laughs> well, they can afford talent. Fucking Oprah Network. <laughs> they can afford talent like MVP, who's in the next match, mm-hmm. against uh-huh. Kazma Sakamoto. Rock the Kazma. Yeah, the MVP Rock. wrestling was another sign of this event of just like they booked it with talent that it, the hardcore oh, yeah. Japanese wrestling fans, at least, know. Like mm-hmm. American talent. Like MVP. He he wrestled for several years in New Japan. Mm-hmm. Like I heard an interview with him where he talked about how much he loves he loves mm-hmm. Japanese wrestling. Like mm-hmm. loves it. Like born an American. Like he's a big big mark for Japanese yeah. wrestling. And he's an otaku. He talks about mm-hmm. like cowboy pop. He loves that anime. Mm-hmm. Loves anime and manga. Mm-hmm. DDR. Gurugamesh. Gurugamesh. Yes, yes. Smell DK. All that stuff. Smell <laughs> DK. Yes. He's a guy covered in prison tats and loves anime. As you said, he did. He he did a twelve year stint in the pokey. He, uh, I've heard him in interviews say, like, "Yep, I just lost the '90s. Like, I just don't. The '90s are not something I remember. <laughs> Only '90s kids will remember this. MVP doesn't remember. Only '90s inmates will remember this. <laughs> <laughs> so he had an all right match. 
It was. Uh, I, I mean, I liked the other guy using his finisher, not his finisher. His like his obscenely long. Other guy waits on the grind while he mm. does this crazy long setup to an elbow smash. It's somewhere between the people's elbow and the worm in ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, though literally I can't remember who won. I think it was MVP. Right? Yeah, it was. Okay. How did he win? I don't know. A slam. <laughs> or a pick. I guess he must hit his finisher, yes. I'm assuming. He got, so M- he got a home run. So MVP got to win because he's a big deal in Japan. Mm-hmm. So the audience could accept him winning. So, yeah. Up, 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 up after that was, I think, what we all agree is the match of the night. Samojo versus Loki and oh, yeah. Kaz Hayashi. Yeah. That was a quality match. I only for some reason, match. I don't believe I've ever seen a three-way match. Really? Yeah, I no, don't think so. Can't get your girlfriend high. to agree to it? No. It's all she needs. It's all she needs. She only needs one. <laughs> but yes, you're free to come. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh. What? <laughs> I put it in my butt. <laughs> but so, um... Despite the fact, like, this is one of those matches where it's like, oh, there's a title online. That means that champion has to win because we know they've because taped a bunch of... still the champion yeah. on tape. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, next week's yeah. TNA Impact, he will be the champion. So. Like, what if he like broke his neck during that match and was like, <laughs> "I'll be okay next week." I think. Dude, that <laughs> they photoshopped like a neck brace Ooh. on him in the match. Really God, damn it, that's the problem with pre-taping that far in advance. That's yeah. what happens. Like, they're lucky that Samoa Joe did not injure himself in such a high impact match. But yeah, it was great. Like, so the X Division style is popular in Japan too. <laughs> Loki and Joe are both popular there as well. Like, they like Joe. Joe speaks Japanese to a degree. Like, mm-hmm. I've heard him say he has conversational Japanese skills. So, can yeah. tell by that interview after the match. Ah, he, said, but, like, he said, like, four words. He said, like, four words. And that's, he was probably told, like, don't speak in Japanese. The American audience watching at home doesn't mm-hmm. want to hear untranslated Japanese. Because they're not going to, I guess they could have subtitled it, but they didn't. They didn't. So then when he says, like, Genki Deska, like, then, like, you just have to kind of... He also just kind of, like, I had to check with Grim, like, did he say Genki Deska? Because, like, he just was so breathy. He was very uh, big on him. It's just like the scene from uh, The Godfather, though, where they're speaking Sicilian, you know? It's uh, Uh, it's not for us, guys. Hank, if if you had retained your exhibition championship at a Japanese TNA event, what would you say to the fans? uh, (laughs) Bokuwa Champ Deska. Or no, Bokuwa Champ Des. Des, yes. Mm. What does that mean? I'm champ. I'm oh. champ. I am the champ. Uh, Where is the library? Wakarimashita. <laughs> it was a little sad that, like, I mean, Kazayashi was good in the match, but the fact that, like, they had to introduce him as, like, hey, you remember this guy from WCW? From WCW. You can watch old Nitrous on the WWE Network. Yeah, remember when you watched... so current. Yeah. When you watched him in 1997. <laughs> uh, Here he is now. He's one of the young dragons. <laughs> He did a now good job. So he did a yeah. good job, like, for a 45-year-old dude. And oh, yeah. I felt like there were a lot of old guys on this thing of, like, we need guys who have wrestled in America somewhat. Yeah. We, we, we got to pack it with some American. Mm-hmm. There was only one, we'll get later, but there was only yeah. one match that was just, like, no one's heard of any of these people in yeah. America. But that the, the three-way is great, like, Loki and Samojo. But that also is just another thing that made it feel old to me. Mm-hmm. Because I remember when I first started watching TNA, Loki and Samojo were having amazing X-Division matches in 2004. Like, yeah. that's just... That they, like, that Samoa Joe, who should be their world champ, he should just be their number one guy. He should be... He shouldn't even be in X-Division. Like, that is slumming it for him. Mm-hmm. And I still don't quite know what the X-Division is. It's not... 
It's obviously not like cruiserweights or anything. Well, it is cruiserweights except for Joe. Like, that's that's really what it is. Like, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make any sense. They just make the Joe <laughs> exception. But, mm. yeah, but it was good. I, I like that double uh, clothesline. That was cool. And, and then the, the double uh, lock? Well, the double lock, too. Yeah, the double lock, the STF, and then into a cross yeah. face. Like, that was cool. That you brought up that was way better than Cena's. Well, yeah. That's, I mean, that's no. He cinched it up. His STF is way more snug, as mm. Stone Cold would say on his podcast. <laughs> you guys, well, uh, are, some you quality sh- spinning, uh, spinning heel kicks, some men's agrees. Yeah, mm. like it was it. a fast match, and it didn't do the classic WWE three-way dance move, which is five seconds in, throw yeah. one guy out of the way, ring, yeah. and have a singles match. That's that's what happens every. Mm-hmm. That's classic WWE triple threat booking. I'd say the Japanese guy probably spent most of his time. Yeah, he, at the, and at the very end, it was like just a random kick to the head. Yeah, just to get him out of the ring, so so then Loki, the non-Japanese wrestle one performer, yeah. could tap out and to well, a naked chokehold, which is odd to me, but whatever. Mm. I guess that's uh, he rear naked choke. He was he, Joe popularized that. He was the okay. MMA style guy before uh, before that was cool. Okay. <laughs> He was so like American cool badass though. Well, it's cool now. Hey, That's what yeah. Brock Le- Brock Lesnar is that now. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar is the MMA hybrid wrestler, and mm. Samoa Joe was that in 2004. The technically Taz was that in 1997. So, oh, and Taz, man. so much. God damn, he sucks. Yeah, he's pretty. Bad. As an announcer, yeah, he was. That all, was incredible. All that mist drink or like uh, mist juice. It's uh, <laughs> it's like this. Uh, well, the, the commentary was just awful mm-hmm. in general, yeah. mainly because the shittiness. Uh, the production had no storylines mm-hmm. going into it. Yeah, the only story was that the Dudleys were going Team 3D were going mm-hmm. in the Hall of Fame. That was the only story going into that. So instead, like. Mike Tanay just reads off the history of Japanese pro wrestling was, for two hours. It was the wickiest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is Mike Tanay. Like that's that's why I liked Mike Tanay back in the WCW days. Yeah. Which again, it's just another remnant of WCW well, I, that is unchanged twenty years later. I so. did I did like that part of the commentary. I genuinely did. It's the mm-hmm. con- needed context delivered nicely. But that there was one moment where like. They argued with Taz for like almost an entire minute. I don't know. I just thought that was insane. I was, do I prefer the silence of WWE commentators? Well, no. WWE has way too much bickering too. Like mm-hmm. it's just like Michael Cole, JBL says Intercontinental Championship was twenty years. ago. It was thirty years ago, and JBL's like, please let's move on. Like, no, no, it was thirty years ago. <laughs> actually, so hashtag actually. Yeah. It's like on air hazing. I mean, it feels like a lot of the time. But on the other end, you get TNA where there was there was a moment where there was an awkward silence. And it's like, well, well, because Taz like screwed up. Oh yeah, he, yeah. No, a Japanese guy just said like "fuck you." Yes, yeah. And yeah. then he was like, "Taz, you want to translate for that?" And he said it in Spanish or English. You know languages. Taz silence. Like, <laughs> okay, well, silence. Uh, let's move on then. God. Well, let's move on to the next match, which was the. This was the entirely Japanese match. Mm. It was the uh, Wrestle goof, One made yeah. zone. Jiro Ku, oh God, Jiro Ku, Kuro Shio and Yusuke Kodama. Thanks, Kodama. Uh, versus Andy Wu and El Hijo del Pantera. Hijo. Mm-hmm. There was an interesting <laughs> fact to Tanay share that. Pantera, mm-hmm. the uh, Iho's father, do, 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 do. trained Re, Wu. Do, like do, 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 do. Wu. <laughs> Dime I, I'm really interested in. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm really interested in wrestlers like Wu and mm. Ultimo Dragon, who were, and and also Hayabusa from FMW, mm-hmm. Japanese wrestlers who go to Japan to study instead of America, who mm. learn, who who you know learn to speak Spanish and mm. and learn the luchador style. Like that's it's a cool fusion to see. Yeah. So it was cool to see a tag team of a tag team of the Japanese guy <laughs> and the Mexican dude against then the Japanese joke comedy mm. dudes right the guy who didn't take his jacket off yeah. which is was that Kadawa Kadawa or Edu <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting good uh, results searching Google to see which one had the jacket the, the entire time <laughs> well, but I do know. respect that even though it wasn't a great jacket it was just like yeah. and it, was it a wasn't fun, a Jericho jacket it was, it was, a, fun, it was a fun match it was a fun yeah. match mm-hmm. especially the uh what was that? Like, it was a second rope head scissors into a dragon uh, Hurricane Rana? That Eggs. was pretty cool. Yes. <laughs> that was a cool move, yeah. but it was also just, it was the hyper Japanese match of just, mm-hmm. it had a Japanese intro too. Like, the comment, yeah, the. Uh, <laughs> no, the announcer. The, oh. Well, the, uh, the ring announcer was just like. It, he was, it was, it was entirely Japanese. And the uh, and that in general, I want to say that the audience was really good. Mm-hmm. Like it was a very informed audience who definitely. I would guess the I would guess the almost the, as the, if they were friends and families or plants. <laughs> <laughs> well, the wrestling fans in Tokyo who would go to a TNA event would mm-hmm. you you would think would be the ones who know yeah know the they're the most inside. It's the same ones who. If you guys have watched the Samoa Joe versus Kobashi match that was at ROH, it's one of the best matches of the last 20 years. Mm. It's a really amazing match, but Kobashi, like... Samoa Joe talked about how Kobashi, who is a legend in Japan, never wrestled in America before. He was afraid, like, I'm going to have to do a super gimmicky Japanese evil gimmick. And he's like, no, these people have heard of you. And the whole audience is, like, chanting his name, throwing out streamers, treating him like the Japanese audience treats him. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's the reverse there. of Just, like, these are the ones who are in... Mm. who are plugged into overseas wrestling. And okay. so I think they were just in the mindset of, I'm at an overseas wrestling event, so I will do way more chance than I normally do. Like, mm-hmm. not that they don't... I, from the New Japan stuff I've watched from this year, it's not that they don't do chance, but... They're still more silent than they were at that. Like, gonna, there, there was a lot of... The people in the front row who are generally wrestling's most vocal mm-hmm. cheerleaders, mm-hmm. there was like just giggling women and silent uh-huh. and stoic <laughs> men. Well, that one white guy. And it, it looks almost to be a section of <laughs> Americans. Seriously, yeah. there was. like. Well, if yeah. I was a gaijin there, I'd mm-hmm. go see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No CM Punk chants. Yeah. They, they did. They did. The there whole crowd seemed to chant, this is awesome. There was this that is awesome during... ECW, get the tables. Yes. They well, were doing the chance. Let's move on to that table. Uh, <laughs> Team 3D versus Abyss and Tommy Dreamer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the retirement match. Like the, and it's like, so... Rumble at the retirement yeah. home. Team Tom, 3D was fine. They weren't showing their age. Right? Yeah, but Tommy Dreamer, it's like, did you that just get on the pay-per-view because you got invited to be the inductor? For I guess the, so. It's like, hey, I'll induct him if you give me a pay-per-view payday. Yeah. It was sad to see how... Well, I mean, you know, it people was, get old and they put on weight. He that's, didn't that's look what that old in the is. ring, but the promo he cut, I was like, yeah. is that their attorney? <laughs> <laughs> but, 
Also, it was there's like you know, all the uh, sort of like callbacks to like oh ECW and hardcore days, but then it was like the match was very tame, mm. except eh. for the end. I think that I I was yeah. I was poo pooing the tax mm-hmm. when they were put down, and I'm like that these are expected. there's four guys wearing shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's not going to look that cool. But then uh, Abyss, Abyss went face first into it and, and got him all four of his uh, hands. That was, that was crazy, nasty. Yeah. It's like that was where are all the nerve endings on your body located? He'll yeah. put tax on all yeah. of them. Yeah. Abyss is like he's yeah. he's crazy. Like, he's like he was like the mankind of uh he's mankind and kane mm-hmm. meshed together into one good wrestler man kane man kane <laughs> but yeah we were joking that they pulled out a table and it was the world's most japanese table of <laughs> so all time. dinky like barely it was, <laughs> it was so like small it was barely over the first it's row. like you can't send a regular table from the states yeah. no, i swear could i could order one in tokyo <laughs> off whatever their amazon equivalent is and but get it I've here for seen, five bucks i've used their table like i've i've had i've had normal looking tables in japan i've been like in a media room i've been in a media room in tokyo oh, yeah. game show and like this is a normal table or normal i'm putting my xenophobic ideas on what a normal table was, is but what i what a wrestling table is i have seen I those was in japan terrified it it looked too thick and too small to break mm-hmm. I thought someone was going to get really hurt. Deep, Team 3D has a lot of experience in Japan that's not their first Japanese table, so <laughs> it, they're, not, they're not some rookie. They know how to break a Japanese table. It was so funny. That little table yeah. was so cute. It was like I wanted to stone, throw my keys on it. It was like Stonehenge in, <laughs> in Spinal Tap. Spinal tap. <laughs> it really was. But, we salute you, our half-inflated Dark Lord. And, and also the Hall of Fame induction was just sad. It was yeah. just like it's a holiday. I've I've been to better office holiday parties yeah. in that yeah. in that Hall of Fame. Well, actually, Fair probably way. like the I say Holiday Inn, but it's more like the Grand Prince Hotel or yeah. whatever. Like every hotel in Tokyo has the name Prince in it. Like yep. every other hotel, really. Yeah, pay it to, look for it next time, buddy. Grand Prince. The I think at least maybe for ones that rent to Westerners, they're like, see Westerners. This is this has an English word in it. Regal. Like, it's yeah. regal. Yeah, I mean Holiday Inn. Like what you know. It's not. I'm not saying that's an original name either. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it was just. It was lame. Also, just every every promo before match was like recorded in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, cheap, yeah. cheap, cheap, cheap. Yeah, it was just sad. It was a lot of sad. Stuff. Yeah, that uh, the Samoa Joe one was like just in a hallway. And uh, Chris, I think you brought up that it's like that is basically the level of uh, the Zandig. No, that, that was that was great. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah. I'll take the credit. Yeah, yeah. No, some <laughs> of those promos were yeah, definitely just <laughs> slightly better produced than Zandig. <laughs> They couldn't bring, like, obviously... Beer money. I thought beer money was dead. They didn't have the money to, like, just bring a backdrop. Like, just bring a blue screen yeah. backdrop with you. Like, and one good camera. Bring and a it, computer. I know. <laughs> uh, I imagine there's All a, of it had the tag earlier. Mm-hmm. We know. <laughs> imagine there's a TNA intern editing the video footage yeah. for this on his phone right that's, now on the flight Dude, that's back. what it was. I, we, for no-budget video game shoots, we've had better locations mm. yeah. than that. TNA. Uh, uh, so moving on, the the penultimate match was Havoc versus Velvet Sky for the Knockout Championship, which was that was like I remember we were legit surprised the last TNA peer preview watched last yeah. year, where it was like that was probably the one of the best, best matches match. of the night. Mm-hmm. And this was just like, ugh. It was... Well, in the last year, the Divas have really stepped up their game. Yeah. Or some of them have, anyway. The knockouts, Henry. No, I'm uh, saying the WWE oh. Divas have really stepped up their game. Meanwhile, the knockouts, these two knockouts weren't so great. I mean, Havoc looked cool. Yeah. yeah. Even, yeah. It's even a though, good visual gimmick. Yeah, they took away a lot of her mystique by saying that 
billing her from Ohio. Yep. Like it's wrestling, you can make up anywhere. Yeah. And in Japan, do they Valley. think like she's from Good Morning? Yeah. I just wanted to. Hear, I just wanted to hear her say she wants new snoo one time. Mm. One time from G Goku. <laughs> That's Japanese for hell. Is, is it really, Michael? Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's weird yeah, too because we we're t- our Japanese vocabulary. Mm-hmm. We were. Uh, it's also weird because we were talking like she's like a monster, and you don't really generally see the mm-hmm. monster type in yeah. the ladies' league. So. Because yeah. then they're not sexy, and you can't sell posters of them yeah. for kids to. Should I take all Betty's? Mm. Uh, Velvet Sky, I don't think did anything that match. I no, think no. they just kind of thumped into each other a few times. <laughs> well, no, she had that. She, ri- want- she had that ridiculous four corners axe yeah, handle, axe handle no, drop, yeah. which was. Stupid! Like a monster, like like havoc should have killed her on the second one of those. <laughs> yes. Just like I'm not yeah. gonna stand still, and let you hit all four corners, and wander and reposition myself <laughs> to each corner for you to reposition. Yourself. I don't care if this is your big move. Like you don't get to do this at the start of the match. And Fuck the finisher, you. what was the finisher? It was a bear hug. That it just was stopped. a bear hug. Like it just ended. <laughs> like oh, the end. Bear hug. Like really? That was it. Was pretty bad. No, my yeah. uncle used to do that to me, and I would have tapped too. <laughs> my uncle with the Skrillex haircut and the uh, <laughs> Blade Runner <laughs> high makeup. What's that character's name? Uh, Daryl Hannah. Okay. Daryl. No, Daryl Hammond. Damn it! That's Daryl. Oh, Hannah. Hannah Daryl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> Moving on to the main event, which was James Storm and the Great Sonata versus the Great Muda. Mm-hmm. And Tajiri. Tajiri looked super old. Tajiri looked incredibly old. Yeah. Yeah. Older Tajiri. Than you guys all recognized him. Yeah, Tajiri used to be in ECW and needed a brief stint in the WWF. Yeah. Really? They, yeah, and he was pretty good. He yeah. was really good. Yeah. He was one of the few Japanese wrestlers, because like, it was just him and Kayentai, basically. Mm-hmm. And then Kayentai were the guys who would come out and do the Godzilla dub stuff. Yeah. And then Tajiri was actually given some sort of character. Not that they didn't make him a joke. No, yeah, yeah, that's they, true. They, I think one of his bits was that he was dating... He's dating a white girl because that was Ew. some goofy thing. And then the, Is that uh, not illegal anymore? <laughs> <laughs> but no, he was pretty good. Uh, yeah, he was really good, though. One of the last matches I saw him do was it in WWE was, uh, I believe he wrestled Coach and lost to Coach. Craig <laughs> oh. Nelson? No, Jonathan, Jonathan Coachman, who now is a host of SportsCenter. So. Yeah. Oh. He he did get cheated, but still, Tajiri should not be losing to Jonathan Coachman. <laughs> no, but Tajiri, it, like that was as I set up for you guys before the match started. It was the match of the a matchup of spitting because yes. Muda uh, trailblazed <clears throat> the spitting <clears throat> mist. He spits med- red mist. Then Tajiri in America popularized it with spitting green mist. Mm-hmm. And now Sonata, who is the disciple of Muda, spits blue mist. It was uh, it was fun. Brought to you by Mountain Dew. They should have had James Storm <laughs> like Mortal spitting chaw. Yeah, he should have, he should have spit tobacco juice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, so it was really just it was another Wrestle One match that yeah. James Storm was in, and yeah. Sonata was good. I, I think Sonata's got a real future. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think totally, you could tell. He has he shows the promise that shows why like Muda's invested in him and wants mm-hmm. to make him like the future of Wrestle One. Like so I was impressed with him and I liked a lot of the combo moves and also the Muda was still doing pretty good in his old mm-hmm. age. There's yeah. some good sequences there. Yeah. Though I also think it is duh, I think that is a difference between Japanese and American stuff because in America the old guy would not have got the pinfall because that w- does no favors to anybody but an old guy who's already established. And mm-hmm. owns the company. <laughs> but in Japan, respect, 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 old guy wins. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I also feel like they had, they had to balance the, like, this is a Wrestle 1, or 
was it Wrestle One or Wrestle War? I keep mixing Wrestle up. One. Wrestle One. Uh, there was another one back in the '90s called War. Yeah, but mm. this is Wrestle One. See, it was a W, and then there's a number one within the oh, W. Right, right, right. That's uh, why it looks like the Normandy logo. <laughs> uh, does. There were so many. Like, if it was like promotion versus promotion, mm-hmm. TNA won so many of the like. Yeah, that's true. Interpromotional matches that like I feel like Wrestle One had to and win. If Moon is reaching the end of his career, like if that's his last match, yeah. Though, if also if that's TNA's last like historical match mm-hmm. like the last one ever performed at a TNA event that it's won by Muda oh, yeah. think about you're saying that this could also be the last TNA match ever performed because every yeah, everything yeah, else has been recorded like since everything else has been recorded this is the last chronologically that has mm-hmm. happened and if they don't get a new deal in 20 if they don't get a 2015 deal this could be the last TNA thing if you mm. don't get a deal with Spike mm. the Laser Time Network does have an open hey, wrestling yeah. division let's do a Kickstarter <laughs> well, I think they'll just have to go into deeper cable if we get $2,000 $2, Patreon we'll get uh, Team supporters. 3D to do a stream of um, <laughs> what game uh, hook, hook, <laughs> and then hook for Super uh, G4 could use them. I mean, mm. there you go. G4 could use some programming other than 2012's programming. That is insane. I I hooked up my Wii re- my Wii <laughs> Wii U controller to function as my remote, which we lost years ago. So I can finally change the channel. G4 is still on and running preview coverage for Wii U games, like launch <laughs> Wii U games. Still, oh man, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah but. Uh, yeah, the match was cool. I like the dual mist yeah. or green juice. I, I uh, or, I'm a sucker. I like that. Yeah. yeah. No, mist juice, as mist Taz juice, called yes. it. I mean, it did pick up, especially at the end. I yeah. think once they, there was some long drawn out, like, both guys went under the ring. For, yeah, that made no sense. And the other two guys are just going to stand on the apron and wait. Yeah. And that's like where the commentary comes in. And because yeah. those Mike Tanay and Taz are mm-hmm. fucking terrible, A, and then B, not there. It's just yeah. like, here's just a long pause <laughs> in the match. There were a couple moments where like the camera work wasn't so great yeah. and didn't catch the action. And the commentators couldn't say anything because yes. they're clearly not there. Because yeah, yeah. they can't see yeah. what's happening. I mean, there was also some pretty like atrocious editing where yes. it's like, I... Bet they actually made a botch in this match. A so cut let's to the just, audience. Yeah. Oh, that's strange. In the middle of Loki punching him in the face, yeah. and cuts the audience. That's weird. And now he's in a power bomb all of a sudden. How did that happen? Oh, well. I'll tell Sting you why. wins! <laughs> I'll tell you why. <laughs> and yeah. then Team 3D came out and saved the day. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. James Storms is disrespectful, and mm-hmm. then some guy that looked like uh, a gimp came out. It also got beaten. That was Manic again. Manic. Okay, that's and Manic. Team 3D does have a history in Japan, like not a deep history, but they've wrestled there before. Like, like they said on the commentary, they have been IWGP Tag Champions. Mm-hmm. So they've held more belts. Uh, they said in the in the Hall of Fame induction, which again TNA needs to induct TNA originals into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, no, sh- not WWE guys. I think the, it's, it's Kurt Angle, three. yeah, Kurt Angle, Sting, and Dudley's, mm-hmm. and who are all just guys who could basically just say yeah. like they're waiting to go back to Vince. Yeah, like, and they'll yeah. get they'll get will probably get the same and they will Hall get a fame. real yeah. Hall of Fame induction, <laughs> and then they'll also like they'll show up and everyone will treat them like TNA didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like that's D, that's WWE's real disrespect. They yeah. could just say. They could even have the like Hulk Hogan or Sting make fun of TNA, mm. but they're not even worth that. Yeah. Not even worth that attention. I was trying to ask you guys what the notch, what's the next step down from TNA if you're a wrestler? Bring honor. All right, Bring yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a C show. Mm-hmm. Though they actually made a deal with New Japan, did but they? Uh, well, they did earlier this year. Well, I just I remember like right when we saw Hood Slam, I got a flyer. 
mm-hmm. for something else happening. And I think that Oakland Arena mm-hmm. arena is mm. glorifying it beyond belief. It is a room where bands play. Mm. The Metro Opera House. Yeah. yeah it's and, a metal venue. Yeah. And uh, Brodus Clay was on oh, yeah, fire yeah, to, yeah, play, yeah. to uh, play that like within weeks of being fired. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I know uh, all pro wrestling. I yeah, think. yeah. All pro. Well, there's just, yeah, there is an army of indie feds all mm-hmm. across America. And then there is like CZW is like D-list. <laughs> then ROH, then TNA, then WWE. And, mm-hmm. and then around, then there's Jeff Jarrett's Global Force Wrestling, GFW, Games for Windows. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and he's moving up in the world because mm-hmm. he's about to make a deal, or he has made a deal with uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh. So. The they, fact that CZW is a move up for anyone is truly boggler. For, for janitors, certain janitors. And <laughs> well, hey, if the Hood Slam guys moved up to CZW, that would be I nice. would say that they are currently better than they're CZW. Better than CZW. Yeah. They're more entertaining than CZW, yes, but not internationally famous. True, true. All right, well, we'll take a quick break, and we'll talk about Hood Slam and a couple other things when we get back. break for cheap podcast episode number 34 this is your host dave rudden even though this isn't a standard wwe pay-per-view episode i thought i would still talk about the most recent monday night raw it's only two weeks i believe until hell in a cell and the accompanying hell in a cell episode of cheap podcast and i still have no idea what wwe has in store for the next pay-per-view dean ambrose versus seth rollins in a hell in a cell match is going to be pretty rad but on the other hand, you have the most overdone match in WWE history with Randy Orton versus John Cena. I mean, granted, they have the Hell in a Cell stipulation too, but I don't know how fresh they can make that match. And the fact that literally nothing else has been built up is a little troubling. The Monday Night Raw itself was pretty good. I watched it on Hulu, so granted, they cut out a lot of the more extraneous parts, but... Just about every match was worthwhile, even if there were a bit too many instances of champions losing. I thought, you know, in the case of Dolph Ziggler losing, it was a really hard fart victory for Randy Orton, and it was a genuinely good match, so I can't complain all that much. But beyond that, uh, you know the standard plugs. Listen, all the Laser Time shows, Laser Time itself, Bidget Game Apocalypse, VG Empire, Cape Crisis, and of course us. And for all those, please rate, review on iTunes, leave comments, all that good stuff. What I really wanted to talk about is the 80s Halloween commentary pack that's just popped up on lasertimepodcast.com. It's myself, Dave Rudden, Chris Antista, Henry Gilbert, and Brett Elston talking about the oddball entries to the most popular horror franchises. Uh, There's my personal favorite, Friday the 13th movie, Friday the 13th Part 5. There's A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2, which is one of the realer and also most uh, offbeat Freddy movies. And Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, which has no Mike Myers, but one of the most convoluted horror plots I've ever seen. But it's still super funny. All three are classics, in my opinion. And for donation of one cent to four ninety nine, 
you get a Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th. And if you go over $5 with your donation, you will get Halloween 3. You can find out all the information for that by uh, clicking the link at the upper right-hand corner on lasertimepodcast.com. Please, you know, donate and support us. It really helps a bunch of us be able to continue uh, this sort of entertainment for you guys for free, including Cheap Popcast, which I will let you get back to the rest of. Bye. Now back to Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Sorry about your damn luck. <laughs> we watched that uh, the Steiner Mania 2011, the most recent Botchamania video, is so great because it's only interviews. Yeah. And, like, he fucks it up, but you also, like, after watching him, like, he is self aware. Yeah. Like, he. His interactions also, with Bully are fucking great. He knows he's being funny, but he is also shitty. Mm. And then also, like,. <laughs> Bully is smarter than him, so Bully just keeps going like, shut up, look, just flex, shut up. <laughs> and then Steiner just keep like, Steiner has to get in the last word, and Bully knows he has to get in the last word, so then Bully keeps going, okay. He's like, he's <laughs> way off my, what is it? What is it? Shut up. <laughs> just, go. <laughs> just go. <laughs> uh so I, I do have a couple of uh, classic TNA clips oh, to, to celebrate, celebrate my, my memory. So did they exist? Yeah, I couldn't find too many of them. Okay. I mean, and they are largely just, yeah. I, said that I, I want TNA desperately to exist. Yeah. I am yeah. I am wrapped and depressed because I think the Monday Night War series is over. No, it's not. They, they were just... Maybe the first season. The I think... Path. Yeah, and there's maybe one or two more episodes. They just didn't do one this week because it was a SmackDown this 15th anniversary. So they yeah, just kept sure. showing old SmackDowns. Yeah, did you uh, watch that cool 15th anniversary SmackDown special no. with uh, Edge and Christian? No, I they saw pictures funny. for it. Yeah. They were funny. No, like, I, well, I, just watching that, I realized how low budget or low production value WWE Network productions have been. Mm-hmm. Besides the stuff like Monday Night Wars that had Keith David telling... Telling you why Stone Cold's uh, defection was so important. Vince McMahon was locked in battle with Ted Turner. (laughs) 
the old ways of WWE were not doing well. Cue the picture of Honky Tonk Man. Well, meanwhile, Edge and Christian, <laughs> we have three cameras. Stand right there. Yeah, and we're filming it. this at in the uh, in Stanford, Connecticut, Connecticut yeah. studios, and the edits were so bad. Like podcast cuts that I make, and I'm embarrassed. Like I, oh, I hear that little like, but this is people talking to a camera, so they're saying one conversation, and then but just cuts to like another <laughs> sentence, and it's like. They, they must have trailed off for a minute, and, and eh, we'll just cut it right there. That's we won't put video footage over it to make the cut less... Well, I was, I'm just saying that because I know I say it all the time. Like Everybody, no matter what they say in the stupid Monday Night Wars, because yeah. it was a better time for everyone, entertainment-wise. Competition made Competition them makes you work harder, and having no competition at all. And just that seeing that Paul Heyman doc and the ECW doc, mm-hmm. that like Vince McMahon was paying ECW his competition... Just to exist, to be like a, a to be like what NXT is. I guess maybe there's no reason for that, but yeah. even he saw the value of a league that he didn't yeah. fully have to take responsibility for. Yeah, and uh, that's why I I make fun of TNA, mm-hmm. but it's mainly because like I want them to mm-hmm. exist. They just do such a shitty job yeah. at existing. Mm-hmm. Yes, like they were finding their own way. They had the X division. They had all these up-and-coming guys. And even when they got Kurt Angle, it was like, yeah. Kurt Angle is an awesome wrestler who, like, he can lead them and, yeah. and give them legitimacy. But then, after him, they were, who was big 10 years ago yeah. in WCW? Let's hire all of them. Yeah. And then it just became the loser brigade of WWE rejects, <laughs> yeah. who would not be a world champion in WWE, but would leave to take a paycheck in TNA. They get made world champion and get to defeat all the guys who were going to stick around. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, it was telling that the, the, the people that entertain us most during the pay-per-view, I mean, at mm-hmm. least to me, was EC3, mm-hmm. despite having to f- like fight a 500-pound guy with no mobility, and uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the two TNA guys in the triple threat match. Slow and low-key. Yeah, yeah and like both yeah, right. low-key and EC3, they were both in WWE, but for like, a cup of coffee. They were barely there. They didn't really amount to much. And you could say that the WWE kind of dropped the ball on them because they both do great work mm-hmm. in, in mm-hmm. TNA. Yeah. But it's, yeah, like it said that like they have to devote so much to Guys. the Dudleys when one of them is like already at the door. So I just had a little uh, Benghazi moment. Mm-hmm. TNA, Mike Tanay. Uh, Whoa. Whoa. That's why he's never left. <laughs> it was me, TNA. It was me all along. Oh, I love it. Uh, <laughs> That's some that fucking Pikachu silhouette with McMahon's face popping through it is somebody's <laughs> Twitter picture, and I yeah. fucking love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fu- uh, yes, want them to keep existing. And question of the week: mm. How much do you think a TNA Kickstarter would make? Because <laughs> I I think they fine I think do that. Shut down next year. I think they'll just be a much smaller or yeah. organization and just rebuild. There and has hopefully, to be another televised wrestling. They just company. wasted so much money on Hogan, like in yes. that was supposed to make them a big deal, and it didn't. Like it just didn't. Yeah. And you never well, wrestled there, right? He actually did a few matches. Did he? Like yeah, his his last match was an untelevised one in Australia that was apparently horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw him in an interview saying he's ready to get back he in the He wants ring. to do one more. Mm-hmm. Seemingly against Brock Lesnar. Yeah. That really better not wow. happen. No. <laughs> but uh, one last thing I wanted to say about the TNA and their place is I watched this awesome clip from uh, uh, Christopher Daniels and Kazarian. Mm-hmm. They are two, two more TNA awesome originals who have quit the company because TNA can't pay them. Mm-hmm. And so they did the shoot interview, like, now that they've left. And in one of them, they were saying, like, that they wouldn't start establishing Daniels and Kazarian as big-time dudes. They, they would say, like, 
hey, you're not as famous as Sting. You're not as famous as Kurt Angle. And like, well, when will we be if you don't make us famous? Mm-hmm. And then also that fine, Kurt Angle's famous. But then why do I keep seeing people come up to Kurt Angle in airports and say, when are you going to get back into wrestling? <laughs> like, so, mm-hmm. yeah. That sucks. Yeah. So one of the uh, the prestigious signings that TNA had that, that took some of that money, mm. uh, I'll play a clip of her. At this time, I would like to welcome the 2003 Survivor Amazon champion, Jenna Maraska. Now, Jenna, what are you doing on TNA Impact tonight? Well, Lauren, mm-hmm. a few months ago, I met Mick at a business conference, and we Nicole. hit it off and became friends, and he invited me tonight. Great. Well, it's a pleasure to have you. Are you a fan of TNA? Yes, huge fan. I watch every week. Great. Do you mind me asking who your favorite wrestler is? Well, with all respect, Nick, uh, I have to say Big Sexy Kevin Nash. That's Jenna Maraska of the worst wrestling match ever fame. You'll see it in the Botchamania intro. She has like the... Uh, the slap one, right? Yeah. It's the paintbrush slaps. No, I have not, not noticed that. Uh, I, I, can't, I can't remember which Botchamania it was in to begin with, but it it's her. the worst woman's yeah. match, female wrestler Was that in TNA? Yeah. This is the mm. minus five stars one, yes? Yes, yes. yes. Mm. I, wait, minus no, no, no. five no. stars? When they say minus five stars, like I've seen that. I think that was, that was another TNA match. No, actually, when like, they say Mongo, I think. Yeah. Then, like, <laughs> Mongo. Go, like yeah. that's when the slapping happens, but but the minus five stars is their review of that match, right? That was another was, good Botchamania yeah. clip yeah. when they introduced like I think it was whoever, well Victoria, who used to be the whatever her name was in TNA, but when Victoria came out, she was introducing like, oh, I've got this hot new man, super mm-hmm. famous guy. Nobody heard of him. It was just a guy from Big Brother. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, that was also classic wonderful. clip. Like only yeah. Taz had heard of him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. I was have even briefed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's God. Such a, you look at all that wasted money, and then yeah. you see at the end of the year, they're like, "Well, we can't pay AJ Styles. I'm mm. sorry." Like, ah, oh, Kazarian Daniels. Sorry. Blech. I just have this this nightmarish picture in my head of like it going under, and either WWE doesn't need any of them. Mm-hmm. Like, WWE would buy them for the tape library. You think and sign maybe two maybe or not. three guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's definitely not room enough for everybody. It's just like everybody has to take a giant step down yeah. and we'll never get a chance to move up again. And we'll just age and out of the business. And people will make money. Nobody yes. ages out of wrestling. Come on, yeah. Chris. Have you seen everyone? Yeah, that's right. You pass that, away. Yeah, I'm hoping that <laughs> Jeff Jarrett's get Global Force Wrestling can become the new real number two. Mm-hmm. Like, he's got Toby Keith's money, so. <laughs> he really does. That pop country money. So let's let's move away from TNA. We all oh. recently went to Hood Slam, oh! another nice alternative. Mm-hmm. We sweated uh, it up. It was man. the yeah the sweatiest, and it like that Hood Slam just grows exponentially. I feel like every time we yeah. go to see it, yeah, it's going to be it, big. It was like that place was almost full, and on the hottest the hottest, hottest day of the year, year no less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fact they had to turn the house lights on between every single match. I saw all of you in a way I don't. I think I want to see again. <laughs> my post-sex face? Uh. Well, then I was wearing cargo shorts, which I'd never wear, but it was my yeah. only pair of shorts. Like, yeah. I hate wearing shorts. I have ditched them living in the Bay Area. Like, you never have to wear them normally. Yeah. But, like, yeah. Is this because you saw several of us who won't be named smoke mm. a joint that was passed to them? No, that was... <laughs> you lost that... a lot of respect for us. Yes. That's a, that's a common hood slam occurrence. It was... It was but it usually to... doesn't enter certain people's faces. Yeah. And... I just ate a lollipop. Yeah. But yeah, it was uh, pretty disgusting. <laughs> uh, it was the most I ever sweated and ended up being the... I swear, that's probably how you got your cold. Like, mm. we sweat for three hours, mm. walked outside, immediately were in sopping wet, freezing cold clothes. Yeah. Um, and then you got a cold. Yeah, in my Paul Heyman shirt. Yeah, by the end of that, I was I was so ready to go home. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just like, I want to 
throw myself into a shower as soon as possible and then mm-hmm. just go to bed. I made you guys stay so I could at least check the if I won the raffle. Yeah, right, which is fair, which is fair. Also, yeah. oh man, we should get into the raffle they got too. What was the raffle? Uh, the date with the, the Brody guy. Yeah. Yes, and yes. The, yeah. But yeah, I also remember I got home that night didn't have my keys, which is great. What? Yeah. what? I yeah. was convinced that I had lost them at Hood Slam because uh, I had had my coat on my mm-hmm. arm mm-hmm. and the keys were in there and I was like, fuck, they fell out of the pocket. And so I had to ring my doorbell and be like I hope someone's home and of course my roommate who was always around when I fuck up was there so he was just like oh yeah <laughs> welcome home I was very home, yeah. was <laughs> that where you left your keys uh, it turns out I actually just left them at the office oh, so. right. well that's good better yeah, yeah. I was worried it was going to be another hood slam related uh, like I fell on my fire escape again <laughs> <laughs> yes that was the last time I did, boy so. hood slam yeah that's good uh, maybe you should just this get is in real there. as they say you should get in there buddy yeah. <laughs> you take a lot of damage uh, so yeah I I wish I had gone to the San Fran that Hood so Slam fun. because yeah. you could have sat down. But, yeah. uh, it wasn't so much sitting down. It's just that, like the seats we had were like the we made you eye, yeah. eye level with the wrestlers in the ring. Well, but a that's couple why feet away. you want to have risers so you I can know. see yeah. people on the like the yeah. second they go to the mat. You're like, yeah. well, I can't see anything. Yeah. yeah, it is a little bit. They need like a, at least one TV screen. The se- up there. Yeah, um, the second that was, I have a feeling it was awesome. Brittany Wonder mm. and Vampira Martinez. Yeah. Yeah. Martinez yeah, gets yeah. Toss, they toss each other out of the ring and yeah. they, they see them go by us slamming as they go and then they enter like 20 feet across the room nothing can't see anything oh my god they're taking shots are they yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody emerged with blood splat it's like yeah. all over like spat over their face never saw it no, never they saw it happen they did jump off the balcony they, they did jump off the balcony that, that, was, a, that really, was crazy it was the most hardcore match and it was the ladies and it was really yeah, good. Pretty good yeah Brittany Wonder man mm-hmm. she's the best they, also great. when I came in there at the ticket booth the uh, one of the ticket sellers told me like Hey, the the one who faced Brittany Wonder, mm-hmm. she was wearing my same Paul Heyman shirt that night. Like, yeah, nice. The Paul Heyman guy shirt. Yeah, so. yeah you guys should hang out. <laughs> <laughs> well, she literally, like, she has more right to wear that because she was literally hired by Paul Heyman yeah. to work in ECW. Oh, where she oh, played well. a vampire's girlfriend. Yep. <laughs> and she did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> the Kirsten Dunst? But that was like that was WWE's version of ECW. Like, yeah, vampires. They want vampires. Well, no, it was sci-fi made them. Like, yeah. I, I, this was mm. covered. You'll see yeah. all this on the OSW review they just did of the of ECW. Yeah. They did the one, this great one for the first episode of ECW on sci-fi. And they were like, well, you have to have science fiction elements to be on sci-fi. Mm. So Same shit they, they pulled in Mystery Science Theater. So they had a match with a zombie. Who yeah. was immediately murdered by Sandman <laughs> as an fu by Vince McMahon? Yeah. Who then later on Raw, the Raw the next week, Vince McMahon like for some reason to see somebody dressed up as an alien and threatens to beat him up, which is just so like <laughs> petty. You do, you devoted actual airtime that millions of people are watching to make a stupid in joke. Yeah, this is what I really think of you, sci-fi. <laughs> To your broadcasting yeah. partner, yeah. And, and also, and, but and so then when they made fun of that I just stuff, love the they, idea of them being like secondary, like fantastic creatures wandering around the backstage yeah. with no murder forever, <laughs> like a fucking like the last boss. Then they also had the character of Kelly Kelly, the exhibitionist, mm. which was her original thing, which is just like these are she threatens to take her boobs out and never does because it's TV. <laughs> But uh, yeah, the, I mean, anyway. that Hood Slam event was really good. I, yeah, I think yeah. I commented before there was even a match how this was already the greatest wrestling thing I've ever seen. It was yeah. like uh, that Brosif Brody yeah. guy like coming out, clowning on Oakland for losing in the playoffs. Yes. Yeah. In his Brooklyn uh, yeah. tank top. <laughs> he is such a good bad guy. He's yeah. great. 
And it, like his sort of pyro that is just Axe body spray, like shooting yes. behind him. It was him. four kids, each with two cans of Axe body spray, just spraying behind him <laughs> as he's on the apron. My that's. I, was, I was so, so I was so happy, but I'm sweating my ass off, and now I can't not taste. I, Axe I was body literally spray. choking on fucking it, Axe body spray. That <laughs> was like, killing Carolyn. It was, oh, it was unbearable. Oh, and it was so oh, it's hot. Supposed it was to so work on her. I think the ladies. I think yeah, we had two ladies with us too. I think they enjoyed it as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it that, was an inclusive atmosphere. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it will. It, it is, is the most league. women you will ever see at a wrestling event. Kind of, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It still isn't a lot, but. Yeah, I think it is. Well, it's it was, a, it's, it it's only three to rest- one instead of like five to one. It was I, a hipster wrestling event. Yeah, which by the way, again, like this second time I've gone to the one in Oakland, I'm not used to being frisked that heavily for, yeah. for I, stuff, man. It's just like what? I, which one of you said that to me? I forgot because I have not been frisked in so long. I warned you. There you was there was a the doorman who who wanted to do it to me at uh, that built that fucking ski ball place and hipster fuckface mm. joint. To worry about bringing in outside alcohol, and I get up there and, and I have a bottle of water. He's like, "Gotta throw that away." Fuck this! No. Apparently, I'm too old. I will not do any of this, and you will mm. not be frisking me because I don't want to go here. And then that guy frisked me, and I was like, "It's been a long time," mm. Mm. and I've been to jail. Uh, uh, it's been, and and <laughs> and I was like, I just said to one of you, that was actually the most uncomfortable thing I've had to go through in mm-hmm. quite a while. Mm-hmm. And yeah. one, what did one of you say to me? You remember? I think it was you. I think I made a joke about privilege. You said, I check did. your privilege. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and it is That's a fair. joke to say that thing, but it is also fair. It was like, totally fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to think of like that... This venue that's in Oakland, like you imagine, they do this every show. But yeah, that they're yeah. ones we don't go to, maybe. Well, we don't. Like we, it's we all don't just angry white shows. kids. It's all metal shows there. I think. Yeah. And so, what's 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 great? It's and so it, weird. Like they they've reached under my gut. Like, yes. Yeah, my belt line. I was just like, this is intrusive. <laughs> and he's going through my bag. You know what the best deterrent is for anybody like seriously rooting through your bag? I found syringes. A 3ds. A 3ds. Wow. A 3ds with the lights on. Oh, this guy is not capable of anything. <laughs> You're a child. You have no... Yes. You, you, yeah. He brought it out tonight. <laughs> well, <laughs> you get a lot of street pets. Yeah. My, my favorite thing, too, is the intro, because when yeah, Brody came out and did his like shtick, and then he said something about how great his mom was, and it was like this whatever. Oh, yeah. And everybody so in the good. crowd just started chanting, fuck your mother. Fuck your mother. Fuck like, your mother. Really vociferous, and it was good. And then he was like, wait a minute. Turn the house lights on, and he points to the back, and his mom is in the back row, and she waves to everyone with the lights on her, and then everyone cheers. So what do you have to say to the crowd? Fuck! Yeah. There's up two birds. Yep. God, I wish I... I was like, I, sh- I knew I should have whipped my camera out and filmed that. That would have been so a great, great picture. That was a fantastic intro. And, yeah. But there was other, like, games journalologists mm-hmm. there, too, including uh, Dan Reichert. Yeah, you got there. a good picture of, like, everybody in the mm-hmm. crowd. Pretty rad. Yeah, a couple and, of you guys made it in. I wasn't in that one. And that, uh, yeah, I shared that photo and said, like, try to find me and where's Waldo picture here. And then Cheryl replied, like, she wants to come to the next one. Oh, nice. Yeah. Seems like some she would enjoy. But then, but then after we would leave at midnight, she'd be like, all right, I got another party to go to. Probably knows like yeah. half the people in the in the ring. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it. It was funny because I was like sort of standing towards the back, and I think about two thirds of the way through the show, this uh, guy and a group of girls showed up. The girls, I think, were on average four foot two. <laughs> And a lot they of were tiny girls. They were all just standing there, and I'm like, I, I feel so bad. Like we can just p- pass you up so you can actually see something. Yeah, all the tiny girls there. That's I saw, I, was, I felt so bad for them. I'm like, you can't, can you see anything? That's why I wonder yeah. if Heidi like. Like I'm six too, and I, it's like you can't see the mat. Like yeah. you said, yeah. like once we lost you for a little bit. I don't. <laughs> I went around to get a drink, and it took forever. And yeah. Heidi bought you a drink. And we oh. were waiting for like we were all holding an extra drink, waiting for you to come back. Chris just uh, drank, and the then I just drank one. it. Yeah, the guy wouldn't serve me at the bar, so I just went to one in the back. What? Yeah. 
What'd you do? Nothing. Nothing. Said no Irish. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Your <laughs> money's no good here. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> He's a self-hating Irish. Yes. <laughs> I don't quit. trust you to pay. I know them too. I well. know me. <laughs> I know me. <laughs> Actually, it's no. It's the Scottish who are, mm. are cheap. That's. <laughs> I can say uh, ha, my grandmother's. Scottish, I said a I lot of angry thing about mm-hmm. the Scots. <laughs> I still don't know which. Garth uh, yes, it was. <laughs> I don't know which hood uh, slum experience I like better though. Mm. I don't know. San Francisco I, is like the super expensive beers. Mm-hmm. Only one line to get the beer. Yeah, it was bad. And I would say the crowd is also. Yeah, thirty percent more ironic hipster that are in the area. Yeah, I mean, out in I Oakland, mean, it, it seems like a hipster it's, ass crowd. Yeah, it is, but I mean, it's like it seems like more po faced wrestling fans. Like, I think a lot of them yeah. were probably just there to like gawk, you know, like mm. oh, look at this shit. Yeah, and you know, like I think the, I'm so most, ironically enjoying. Uh, yes, that, yeah. exactly. Yeah, but I think most people there they could tell you at least you know a couple wrestlers, yeah. <laughs> if nothing else. I wanted to see more turnout from wrestling T-shirts. I felt very alone in my Paul Henry <laughs> T-shirt. I, I think uh, you don't have to prove it to anyone, Henry. I mm. think if you're there, you're a yeah. you're, you're a wrestling fan. I guess it's just you put on your wrestling yeah. shirt for the. That, if anybody can link me to a shirt with Macho Man holding up a small Dairy Creamer cup, uh, that will be my wrestling. Out there. That will be my wrestling uh, shirt. And I also saw through Jan Reichert's Twitter that mm-hmm. I think he's done. He did something with uh, with Bro Bros of huh. Jay Brody. Oh, nice! Like that he has two Twitter accounts, and from yeah. his real one as actor who, mm-hmm. like on his on real Twitter naked account, dating. Yeah, naked he was dating, on naked yes. dating, but he was also on Larry King like his, ah. his, his profile his top profile picture is Larry King interviewing him I was like what the fuck is this? <laughs> that's awesome is somebody high <laughs> oh yeah 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 um, Somebody had a Wowie pop. <laughs> it does not kick in that fast. <laughs> um, um, yeah. What was else? We had. Um, I was upset. We had to leave right before yeah. there was a Royal Rumble match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like that's the, the San Francisco difference. They would yeah. be done. Well, they made fun of they. Well, they Brosif was kind of making fun of people, just like uh, thanks for what he's saying. Like thanks to people who are staying, they don't have to get home for their bedtime. I was like. Mm. Fuck you! The Bart runs to a certain yeah. time. Like you guys know when the Bart runs for. Like yeah. plan your show. And it is midnight. That. What mm-hmm. what kind of wrestling show? It did run I really late, so I think. But no. Anyway, and also no. they had like the main event was the mayoralship of mm. the for the the thing for the mayor of Hoodslam, which ended right, with right. like a actual really cool like speech, mm. like a touching yeah. speech. That was the end. Oh, yeah. Like and then they're like, but now it's time for the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Just wanted to and see it's like that's how you're gonna have Jericho return. I felt. Mm-hmm. I think we just missed it. Yeah, well. Yeah. What's his name? Flacco, Flacco Loco? That was him, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah. If it's not Drugs is... Bunny, you can get GTFO. Drugs Bunny's yeah. pretty good. Drugs yeah. Bunny's there are storylines going into it. Mm-hmm. There yeah. actually are a lot of storylines. The funniest thing about last night that I'd never noticed before, there was two guys beside me that were fucking... Mm-hmm. Marking out to storyline changes. <laughs> oh, is that uh, one like kind of uh, an Asian dude? There was an Asian kid dude. and another guy, and they were just like, no, like, they were my co- their coworkers of future. Like, yeah. Oh, are they? Future. They're Ray, Ray, and uh, shit, Justin. Justin okay, dude. yeah, I no, was surprised. David. That. Ray and Dave, and they <laughs> they both they attend every month, and they were okay. just telling. They I was hearing them too, going just like, 
Oh man, so drugs lost this to that guy. And yeah. so at the last month's show, <laughs> uh-huh. this guy went clean and sober and he's trying to get him to drink again. And right, right, like, right. That was fucking yeah. hysterical. Alcohol versus, versus Blunts. 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 The Stoner Brothers. The Stoner of course, Blunts. Blunts. Rick Scott and Scott Rick, the Stoner <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> really bad. Guy. And they literally did smoke it down. Like, they like, yes. here's a Blunt, yeah. Yeah. smoke it to the bottom. I also, know. the ref was smoking several Blunts for the first yeah. several matches. Yeah, he always uses a pipe. <laughs> he lights a pipe. It's great. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm I, I'm still not sure if they. Do you don't think they use stunt pot or stunt pot? They might just be smoking Swisher sweets. I mean, sure. yeah. yeah, the sure. rips the ref takes a, like yeah. it's. Yeah, it's you not, would be you the, would be not paying attention. Well, I think Dave made the joke. At, like it ma- it makes all the sense in the world for you to like miss calls. Yeah, in that they, situation. Yeah, exactly. But but it's. The hood slam referee is the only legit referee who should be messing up calls. It's like, was I supposed to count three? I, I don't know, man. I thought I did, and it was like an eternity. Uh, fuck it. But the, those guys smoke a lot, too. Yeah. And it's like, I can't do... I can do anything mm-hmm. drunk. That's what it's for. Yeah. Uh, but I cannot do shit. No, I just... I listen, was really, listen how bad I get as this podcast goes on. <laughs> I was really impressed when they, uh, they were doing that match with uh, the obese nerdy gamer, and then Kenta came out. I was like, wow. Yes. Would have ever thought that Kenta was going to show up at this show? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hoods! I hope there's a way people can eventually see Hoods Yeah, I mean, they put a video. Yeah, they, they, they have do? a YouTube page and, and okay. all that stuff. But it, the Virtual live experience, fall. the experience is, of a full match is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it's really good. They put a lot of work in. There mm-hmm. were so many people diving off the turnbuckle into the yeah. fucking crowd, mm-hmm. which is like for a small house show Insane. that you pay ten dollars for, and beers yeah. are like five bucks. It's like yep. this is the best, cheapest thing you can do. Like, Paps was three. Yeah, Paps was three. Wow, mm-hmm. there you go. That's see, that's East Bay prices. There you go. Yeah. yeah. You and your bougie San Francisco <laughs> full of douches who kick kids off a mission, mission soccer, soccer video. Courts. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Yep. That video was ugly. <laughs> they paid for it, man. It's, not, <laughs> it's just, I get it. It's your hometown. Hmm. God, why are we talking about it? <laughs> but they, they, like, I just thought you had to reserve it online. I just tried to follow the rules. <laughs> like, no, I mean, yeah, those guys did. Ah, well, yeah. I know, I know it's indicative of that, but those guys just like, they just thought they were doing the right thing. Like, we can they, probably tag this one out after yeah, the let's, show. Let's, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's a video out there, people, uh, in the San Francisco playground. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so to, to close things out, oh, sorry, uh, I've got one final uh, TNA oh. classic. <laughs> There and really again, it, a lot. it comes what? There really weren't a lot. No, I mean it comes <laughs> this from <is> number three. <laughs> comes from uh, I, I would guess the next TNA Hall of Famer, Scott Steiner, once more. Yeah. Uh, probably his most memorable interview ever. You know they say all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at Small Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. <laughs> see, normally if you go one on one with another wrestler, you got a fifty-fifty chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% at best <laughs> that beat me. And then you add Kurt Angle me. to the mix. Your chances of winning drastically go down. So yes. the three ways at sacrifice, you got a 33 and a third chance of winning. But I, I got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me and he's not even going to try. <laughs> so small Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance. Minus my 25% chance, and you got an 8 and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. But then you take my 75% chance of winning if we used to go one on one, and then add 66 and two thirds percent, I got 141 and two thirds chance of winning at sacrifice. See, McJoe, the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you at sacrifice. 
Spell disaster. <laughs> well, that's, gonna, that's what's yeah. going to happen at Sacrifice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you've never seen the animated yes. version of that, it is so wonderful. It it's actually so lists out the math. Yes, and I think it, it may... I didn't bother no, checking, but... No, 25... I, he should have... His mistake there is he subtracted 25% from 33 and a third, when really his 25% should be 25% of the 33 Do it like Scott Steiner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah. yeah. Classics. Well, Thanks for listening to episode 143 and the third percent yes. of Cheap Podcast. <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening, rating, reviewing on iTunes, all that stuff. Uh, you guys have some plugs you would like to impart? Laser in Time and the Laser Time commentaries, which yes. this will be up by then. Uh, uh, the 80s sure. Halloween pack, pay what you want, get Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, and Friday the 13th Part 5, A New Beginning. Pay over five dollars and you'll get the exclusive Halloween three season the witch commentary. And those movies are so fucking fun. The oddball oddball entries in great horror yes. franchises. It's all it's me, Chris, Dave, mm-hmm. and Brett mm-hmm. Elston all talking over them in exclusive commentary mm-hmm. tracks. It's like having get to have fun with us watching these. It's goofy five bucks movies. the most. You know why we need it, guys. Mm-hmm. Pseudo employment. Equipment, Disney Infinity Dis- figurines, dude. That's pe- <laughs> California Medicine, Canada, Canada, <laughs> <Canada> Control, <laughs> WWE Network. Oh man, are you telling me I have to get rid of all that? Yeah, that's all. It's all a tax write-off if you can ah. convince the government this is your business. Well, they don't mm-hmm. And then also regular episodes of Laser Time too. Yes, yes, they should have a new episode up this week. Um, and. Some, some tiny tunes. Cape Crisis. Also, there's a comic book podcast host mm-hmm. every week where we mm-hmm. talk about all the big events in the world of comic books. Mm-hmm. And VG Empire mm-hmm. with its uh, month. It's Rocktober, the third annual Rocktober, Brett Elston's Yowza. video game music <laughs> podcast. It's the Poke Month of just talking about Pokemon music all month long, every generation. Uh, yeah. I'm a little and, confused by the double themed month. Do you need a Poke Month Rocktober? I mean, <laughs> well, Rocktober. Rocktober's a tradition. Rocktober means annual. four episodes in a month instead of two. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then it means, or an episode every week for the month of October. You guys are so on brand. Look, this is Brett's thing. Like, this, this is his thing in GR, this is his thing now. Mm. It's just like okay. he is really yeah. into themed things. It's going to be confusing next year when it's Chuck Rocktober. Mm-hmm. <laughs> An it's entire really month dedicated to the four town of full episodes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to go over this music again. <laughs> and then Vigigame Apocalypse. Vigigame mm-hmm. Apocalypse should be all new this week. Mm. Boy, we didn't even have time to talk about how shitty WWE's been recently. And like, it's shitty. It's uh, <laughs> so our next episode will be Hell in a Cell, which is uh, a little over two weeks away. They've announced one match. Two matches. Well, technically three matches. Really? Because Dean oh, well, Ambrose the- versus John Cena. Yeah. Whoever wins that faces Seth Rollins, and whoever wins the other one is punished to face J- Randy Orton. Oh, I didn't think they had announced that. Yeah, that's part, punishment but- for everyone. And uh, Brock Lesnar will not even be watching. I don't think he'll they- be watching. <laughs> they're saying that Brock Lesnar won't be back till Royal Rumble. Yeah. Which, like, if there isn't a world title defense until mm-hmm. Royal Rumble, like, that's crazy. I was ready for maybe a non, a title defense every other month, but if we have to wait for Royal Rumble, and if Royal Rumble is then the rubber match between John Cena and yeah, Brock Lesnar, I'm I am I not going to be happy. <laughs> I am not going to be happy. That's well, all I can say. Uh, yeah, so we'll see you in two weeks for that Hell in, a, Hell in a Cell episode where we clown on that. See you then. Speaking of smell in a cell, Chris's apartment. Ladies and gentlemen...
Yeah. 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 Yeah.